Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Jay. And together, we make the Empty Classroom Podcast. Right, today we'll be talking about what risks are worth taking. So Max, what risks are worth taking? Well, it depends on the situation really, doesn't it? Because if, if you're in a situation where the risk that you take is not that worth doing, then you wouldn't do it, would you? Yeah. But on the other hand, if there's a risk that has a high risk or maybe high risk, high reward payoff, then it could be worth doing. But as I said, it depends on the amount of risk that you get from it and the amount of reward you get from it. What uh, about you? Uh, well, I, I guess so. I mean, like, it depends on the scenario, like I say, for you. Yeah. Like, um, you can't really have, um, like, if you don't take a risk, you won't get anywhere in life. That's no, of what, course. That's what I would live by, of, like, if you don't do anything to try and improve yourself or do anything like that, you will get nowhere. Yeah, obviously. And, like, because we've got a few ex- examples right next to us, and, like, one of them, the first one I have on here, which is sport, is is probably, like, one of the biggest parts of my life, because, obviously, I've evolved around sports. Yeah, you have. Because um, I've played tennis, like, for most of my life now, and that's gone me quite, uh, like, it's, it's gone me everywhere in life. I've gone to multiple different places, I've seen lots of great people, uh, I've played, I've um, managed to make myself better, make myself mentally better and physically better as well. It gives me something to do in the afternoons as well, rather than some people who might just spend their evenings walking around our place. So sport has made you stronger in every single aspect of your health, but then if we go on to the other side of it, the risk of sport, I mean, I'm not going to jump to conclusions, but I'm <laughs> assuming that tennis isn't a sport that you take a lot of risks in compared to, for instance, say, maybe football or rugby, where there's a high chance of injuring yourself. Yeah. Well, like, because you can, you can define risks in different ways. Um, of course. Especially yeah. with tennis. Like, um, a, a risk can be, like, shown as like, a, a risk for an injury, a risk of damaging your health. Uh-huh. Or it could be a risk in game, where, like, you could go for, like, a, a really risky shot. That's a fair point. Because, like, um, a lot of tennis is, ooh, do I go for that? Or shall I not hmm. go for that? It's, uh, it's a lot of... It's a, it's a lot to do with like, m- the mental st- side of things, of, mm. like, you need to be able to know where you're going at the exact same point. And, like, talking about mental, you, you probably, uh, like, you probably should go on, like, the, the subject of uh, golf here, actually. Yeah, we should. Yeah. We both play golf. I should probably point that out. Yeah, I'm quite excited for playing my golf <laughs> soon. That's, uh, it's one of the things I'm very, like, starting to get into. You yeah. Know. I've played golf for a bit longer, but now you're starting to get into it, aren't you? And you're yeah. enjoying it. It, t- it took, what, like, five years from primary <laughs> school to get there, so... <laughs> Oh, back from those days. Right, let's not get distracted. No. Um, so, what about golf do you think is, like, risky? Because there's a lot of things that I could probably say about golf which can be considered to be risky. I'm going to stay on the physical harm side of things and go, you're swinging a massive metal <laughs> bat onto the floor 
<laughs> if you hit yourself and you do a bad swing, that is very risky. But yes. on the other hand, if you're a trained professional, then you know what you're doing. Yes, well, um, there's a difference between being a trained professional and not you. being a trained professional. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Me. Yeah, me. Well, you can tell that because like, I was, I, I was an idiot last time because I didn't wear a golf glove. And I got a massive blister on my thumb. So that didn't really help. I'm a novice and even I know that I need to wear a golf glove. <laughs> well, we're going like we're meant to be going like golf shopping at some point uh, this weekend, so I might actually be able to pick up a, a golf. Uh, you need a golf. Club. I, I do need a golf. You club. need a golf glove. <laughs> right. Um, so I think we've talked about enough about sport there for a second. Yes, we have. Um, next thing I have is big life decisions. Big life decisions. See, that's a major one, isn't it? What do you think uh, is risky in life? Everything. <laughs> No, but in all fairness, it could be something as small as misjudging your feet on a step and falling flat on your that, face. That's true. If you and then there's something massive, like big. choosing what life path you want to take that will impact, like at least five years into your future. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like on the uh, on that side, you, you think uh, humans go through what like risks every single second of their like life almost seconds a bit extreme a second is a bit extreme but maybe every hour maybe minute or hour because like think about your walk to school right (laughs) here we go like the uh, there is always a chance of you like tripping over you like um like accidentally just overstepping something Mm -hmm. going down from a curve and absolutely like just bomb yourself onto the pavement (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) okay okay um but there i mean like there's also like the risk increases when you're on the road because obviously yes um there are idiots out there who drive cars who somehow drive cars um, <laughs> it's worse for you because your walk to school is primarily on, on a, a very busy road yes it's not a main road but it's no. a very well used road let's well, just consider say. the fact that i've spent five years walking down that road and yeah. nothing's actually happened and um the only thing that's relatively close that's happened is um, a bus nearly hit another car when it was trying to reverse out. But that was like, that was. <laughs> oh, I remember that. I was with you on. That, that. was at a stand standstill. Um, was that yeah. sp- was that at school? Like we were in yeah. school and it hit one of the the. Ba- um, yeah, it was. That was that was. I remember because we could see it from where we were. That was, that was actually it, it. It made me jump, but honestly, it was quite <laughs> funny because the um, the bus driver just looked so like infuriated. <laughs> But then on the other hand, the route I take to school is practically down just one road, Mm. and then I'm there. And the thing is, it is also a very well-used road, but not as well-used in the reference of loads of people use it. It's because... the The road that you have to use, it goes kind of through from the outskirts of the town. Yeah. However, mine is a road that go that goes direct through the town. Oh, so only local yeah. access really goes down yeah. there and deliveries. So although a lot of cars do use it, it's a very locals only road. I mean so the risks are lower for me. Um talking about like um risks, there is one risky, really risky road that I know of, which is towards our McDonald's there's like a a really oh, yeah. horrible road crossing. Yeah, it's awful. And like you, you think that where we are right now, um, a lot of like sporty cars or something like that will be coming down that road. They'll be coming down, tearing down that road even. And there are 
chances that you will, they might just misjudge you or something like that, mistaken the uh, signs, and they might have just gone straight through. To put that into context, to put that into context, some adults don't like crossing that road. Yeah. And if some adults don't like crossing that road, then it really does not make it safe for children. And the annoying thing is, as well, that crossing is the main route from children at our school to go to McDonald's. Yes. And I know it's a serv- I know it's a, um, a main road service station, McDonald's, but even still, I'm not blaming it on the junction, in all fairness. It's no. the drivers who are being really stupid, but it is very risky. The problem is, like... You have like like my mum says. My mum says this a lot, which is you have to think that every single driver out there is an idiot. Therefore, you will be expecting like everyone's going to run you over. Everyone's going to run. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I okay. Think. Don't. Yeah. Just a note. Please do not think about that of life. <laughs> no one will purposefully run you over. I hope not. Anyway, but um. Max might. Do. Yeah. Max might do when he gets a car. <laughs> I can think of another friend that might do when she gets a car, but we're not going to gloss over that. Please continue. Um, right. I, I almost... Um, okay, so we've diverted a bit off of big life decisions to... Yeah, let's go back onto big life decisions. So what, what other life decisions do you think might be important to like, us in general or something like that? Further education choices. However... We are going to be saving that for a different uh, podcast, aren't we? Yes, there'll be another episode. episode. But we can touch on it now, in all fairness. Yes. I mean, the immediate one is... So, we're in secondary education. Yep. What's our choice now? We've got A-levels, B-techs, college, army, what else is there? Apprenticeships. So, we've got quite a choice, and we need to make sure we make the right choice... Otherwise, we've got two years of education where we're just going to be not bored, but you mm. want to be in education for two years where you can choose yeah. that you like. Yeah, I mean, like on that uh, on that note, um, we we don't want to we don't want to tell you like to be worried about your careers or something like no. that. Worried about the future because that's what I used to do a lot because I used to be scared of my future self a lot. Mm. Um, but like the thing is to. Pursue the thing that you enjoy, no matter what you do, because if you're good at it, then you will succeed in it. Yeah, but just make sure you make yeah. the right call. Don't, like, what 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 you would probably do when you're in year 11, um, you will probably doubt yourself from, like, like you got you got exams this year. Everything yeah, you depends. will get overwhelmed. It's kind of guaranteed, I think. It's like, you're, you're doubting yourself, like... You come in from year 10 thinking, like, oh, I'm probably going to go for, like, 7s. So I'm going to go for 8s. I may even go for a 9. Yeah. Now you're here thinking, oh, oh my God. I, I just want to get a pass. I just want to go through this. I want. I need to get this certain grade. But you do, do aim high. Because otherwise there would be no aim at all. Yes, obviously. If you're aiming for a pass, then... No, I should put that I should put that really differently because people may get offended by that. <laughs> if you think if if your capabilities are to a seven, yep. anyone who's listening that is older, that's an A. Um, sorry, I thought I'd just put that out there. Yeah, um, no, no, that's all good. And then you aim for a pass, the chances are you're going to hit that target easily. And that is not the definition of a target. A target is something that you need to aspire to and that you want to get there. So if if you're currently on track 
for a seven, set your target for an eight, yeah. because you can push yourself forward there more and more yeah. to get there, and you will. Yeah, that's, that's that's actually a really good point because, like, if you if you aim low, you will only get low grades. Aim low, achieve low. Yeah, uh, having a higher like achieve rate or something like that, going for like one of the big goals is a good like a good thing to have in mind. Because then that means that you have an achievement you're trying to work towards. Mm. And um, like they say this quite a lot in assemblies, which most people don't really listen to these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, unless it's actually relatively interesting. Because a lot of people... Yeah, don't get me started. Yeah. But like, um, what they talked about last week, which uh, I don't think a lot of people did here, was um, the fact that there is no perfect... The idea of yeah. perfect is an illusion. Which is a really good point to touch on. Because, as he said, and as you said, yeah. no one is perfect. No one will get, like, full marks in their GCSEs. Yeah. People may get full marks in one or two of your GCSEs. And if you do, well well done on you, honestly. You but, wor- yeah, you worked hard enough to get there. Yeah, of course. But no one is going to fully perfect something. And the thing is, it is worth taking minimal risks. Like, on your health, for instance, it is worth taking a risk for, you know, you've stayed up a bit too late at night revising. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's going to minimally impact you maybe the next day but the payout that you get from that revising you know what could have been an extra topic or two is worth it however like like you say you don't want to like overdo yourself of course because what like going from my sister's point of view here she like got to year 11 was like oh my god oh my gosh we've got exams this year so she burnt herself out on like the fourth week in trying to revise everything and everything at like the same time so that not like that uh, that did like really bad stuff to her mental health and that sort of stuff. So she did take like in this in the process of like the the, the question she did take that risk, but it was it, she just took it like too great for her in hands mm. in a way. This is really weird, but exams should be like your heart rate. You know, they should the revision for so should be steady. It should be steady, it should be steady. You shouldn't overkill, you just need to do a certain amount each time, certain amount, keep going constant. Yeah, when it gets close to the exams, maybe do a little bit more. Mm. But you should be keeping constant, because if you don't, as you said, it will affect your health, which is a risk that is not worth taking. No. It's, um, like, I've I've seen some TikToks, and, like, some people say (laughs) that, like, GCSEs are really, really important. Mm. Um, But, like... Actually, if you're thinking about your career and your future, the only real important exams that you're going to do are your A-levels yeah. or your degrees. Because like nobody will go up to you and say, oh, hello, what, what did you get in your GCSEs? Like, obviously they will refer back to your GCSEs, yeah. but the most important ones are the A-levels. So if you're at a current stage where you're thinking, oh, no, I'm actually quite a bit behind, I'm not going to do well on my GCSEs, I'm not saying don't put the work in, but don't stress about it because remember you still have your A levels and they are the more important ones. Yeah. But remember that they are more significantly like, more difficult. Yeah. More uh, like a, a person if you're like applying for the job, uh, applying for a job, they will ask to see if you have a degree first. That means like that's the highest like yes. priority. That's the most important. 
then like if you if they say that they may go on to A levels, they may they probably won't because they'll be more more like they'd be more important of like how you did in your uh, degree or something like that. But very very rarely will they ever ask you what you do in your GCSE. Mm-hmm. Your GCSEs should be like the placeholder for your A levels. Yes, because. What GCSEs do is determine where you can go from here. Mm-hmm. Like how your SAT should be a placeholder for your secondary school. Yeah, like SATs weren't really that important. It just showed where the secondary school would yeah. be. Yeah, that's the thing though. SATs are a build-up for your secondary education. Yeah. Your GCSEs are a build-up for your A-levels or level 3 education. Yeah. And then those will actually have the greatest impact on what you're going to do in the future. Yeah. So, as I said, it's about slowly building up. Yeah, well, like the, the A-levels are like the, the boundary, like the building blocks for going to university and yeah. getting yourself a degree. And the thing is, that's reminding me, actually, D of V <laughs> is a ri- To me, I'm sorry. Yes, that's... It is a risk that is most certainly worth taking mm-hmm. if you're committed. Yes. If you are committed. Because if you are not committed, then that is going to be hundreds of pounds down the drain, first of all. And you're going to look like a wasted opportunity, I may say. And also, like, being a person who's done DV Yeah. And um, has been with... uh, But has been in the group who've actually been... They've been quite good. There's just one one person who wasn't really committed, like Max was saying. Which was... Like... They they did that. The, um, I would, I'd say it's the easy part, which is like the, the physical. The, yeah, the, the easy part is doing the volun because we're doing bronze, obviously. The volunteering for three months, the skills for three months, and the physical for three months. One of which you have to do for six. Yep. But then the expedition. Expedition is where like, um, you, you see that like, the true nature underneath people like yes. who who will be who will get up at 6 in the morning and walk 10 miles towards this uh, like the end goal you lot yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you did lot. though you literally left at like we, 8 o'clock in the morning we, while we were still packing away we, we, we got up at 6 probably because uh, Charlie uh, like we call him a team captain because basically he was the only one who's who had like, the, the knowledge to be able to get us yeah. uh, like the way we did. Well, I woke up at the same time as you because I'm the only male in an all-female group and obviously sleeping arrangements don't work and, like that. But, well, um, and also because you're always, uh, you, you're very much a early, wake, uh, you wake up quite early. Depends, quite but I'm not going to gloss over that. But <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, our team completed the first day in eight and a half hours and everyone like... <laughs> we were the last team back by yeah, we what were, was it, at least an hour. You and you came back at eight, I think. We came back at well, yeah. We left at about eleven a.m. or something. Yeah. No, no, we left at about midday, yeah. I think. Actually, yeah. putting this into like perspective, uh, our group finished at six. Yeah, and what kind of positioning did you come? Not we like it was a came, race, but I don't know. Were you like, like somewhere in the middle? I would say we're fourth or fifth. Yeah, so like in the middle. Then. That, yeah, to the uh, to the campsite. We were like. We, we were, like, in the middle, I'd say, because there were some groups, but I don't know, like... I don't really know, because I saw some people, but well, by the time we were packing up, you like, everything came a blur, you know? Yeah, and then we arrived two and a half hours later. <laughs> two and a half, two and a half but hours later. going back to this idea of being committed and with the risks... Yeah. You know, you said that one person... The one member in your group wasn't committed, in your opinion... Yeah. On 
our team, it was all of us were committed. However, there was one of us that kind of had a lesser of an ability to be able to keep on going yeah. because of a physical injury. However, guess what? We all pushed through. Yeah. And yes, it may have been slightly painful for this one person <laughs> to be to be walking what sorry we ended up going about the was, 15 miles the first day it was uh we did 22 miles 22 in miles 22 miles in total oh because oh, okay. we changed it back into miles at the end because uh someone was uh someone uh, did it uh, on their phone yeah okay, fair enough but as i was saying like one of us had a physical inability to keep going at the speed that other groups were but we pushed through mm. and we still did it and yes, they got help with um, some walking sticks, which, which did ease the pain a bit, but it didn't have a massive impact on our progress. But we pushed on through. Yeah. We managed to do it. Yeah. And the really, the really funny thing is, as well, our group saw you... In your parents' car, driving yes, past us because you had finished about we an fi- hour before we, we did. Uh, we finished, and honestly, the moment you realise that you're finished and the fi- uh, finishing line is like, everybody just flops. Literally, just there was like a bank or something like that. Yeah. And we just flopped onto the ground. I remember yeah. it because... I yeah, think, we did as well. I think I remember picking up my older sister from that exact same location. <laughs> and I like because I wasn't really thinking about, like... It, well, this is familiar. I was thinking like, flip. I've done this. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's got. It's like. It's quite good. I mean, like. Yeah, it was. It was big. I had a a, a nice bath for about five seconds afterwards because <laughs> my 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 parents right get this right. Well, no, it wasn't really my parents actually. It was my band. My band thought it was a really good idea to put in like a a performance, a concert. A few hours after I finished my DAV. No way. So I got back home, right? Had a bath for about, I would say, two minutes. I was, like, fully soaked in. I was, like, completely dead in the uh, the bath. (laughs) I was like, ah, finally done. Nothing else can distract me now. Mum comes through the bath and says, Jake, you you got a concert, mate. I'm sorry. You got a concert. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm 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 just, like, going there. What? What are you talking about? I've just walked 22 miles. And I bet that put even more strain on you, well, further yeah. increasing risk, which Honestly, I'm always trying to relate back to now. I, I completely forgot as well, because in one of the songs, I had a solo. Like, <gasps> oh, it, I mean, it wasn't really it wasn't really a solo, but it was a really like a, like a push forward like yeah. part uh, on my part. I was, um, and I had like a duet with the, uh, the flugelhorn who I sat next to. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really high as well, like, so it, like, it took up a lot of, of energy, energy and, and that breath. sort of stuff. And like, when we were going through the, um, <laughs> when, we were doing, when we were going through like the rehearsals, um, everybody's looked so hyper, so excited, and you just see me flopped on a chair. <laughs> <laughs> but as I, as I was saying, going back to when your car trundled past us, yeah. while we still had about three miles left to do, that really defeated all of us. Mm-hmm. Because we were like, oh my God, people have done it. People are f- free. People are, you know, they're able to go do what they want to at their own free will now. Yeah. And we've got to struggle and continue for what must be another hour. Yeah. And... Honestly, 
we were all really defeated for the next 20 minutes at least. But as I kept saying, we pushed through and we did it. Yes. It is most certainly a risk that's worth taking. Yeah. Again, if you're committed. And we were, we pushed on yeah. and we did it. Like, Same with you. Yes. And well, we've got DOV Silver coming up soon as well for us. Which, we? Um, I mean, <laughs> Not really it's, thought. It's, um, well, it's sometime next year. Um, mm-hmm. But we have the option to like uh, skip it out and go to gold for A-levels. Because that would be... Because they, they recommend doing silver, but, like, it's in exam seasons, I think. Oh. Uh, so, like, I, I don't really know, but if... Okay, here's the question. Would you do D of E silver if, like, if you're given the chance to, say, next week, okay. next weekend? Next weekend. Would you do D of V silver? Right. Yes. 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 The, I wouldn't on the basis of... The expedition's in exam season. Yeah. Because that completely puts you off our, your exams. Yes. There is, in fact, there is a ski trip that's cool. happening at our school. But the thing is, the ski trip is happening. It's something stupid, like a week before our exams start, our GCSEs yeah. start. And I would have loved to go, but it's just not worth it. Because you are going to forfeit grades by doing so. Yeah. Uh, however, you can also picture and in the, like, the brighter light of you're getting freedom from revision and you're yes. having. That's a very true. Um, you're you're having a like a, a nice pleasant time with friends and teachers. Mm. And you get to getting to bond with teachers. That's what I missed in the French trip. Like, cause yeah. I had the decision <laughs> to make uh... over two things. Uh, I chose the other thing, which meant that I couldn't go to the French trip. But, like, um, I'm, I'm guessing that you bonded with the teachers quite a lot on that. Yeah, we had a heap ton of fun, but as I said, I'm not going to get uh, no. dragged down into I mean, that. like, it reminds me of the time during primary school when we had that massive trip at the end, when there was no more, there was nothing else to uh, worry about, be concerned about. Everyone was, was that just, Cornwall? That was, yeah. Oh. We all had, like, a, like a free will in, in that, in a way. Yeah. And... It, it brought me on to one of my favourite points of that holiday, uh, I would say, call it a holiday, which was <laughs> when was. our, one of my teachers, uh, like, well, I'll put it in perspective, uh, it was my mother's birthday and I missed it because I went to Cornwall. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, uh, they came back from uh, like a, well, no, they were at like a Take That concert, I'd say. Oh, nice. Uh, and um, my, uh, my teacher... Um, noticed that it was actually my mother's birthday and uh, um, and I wasn't there for it um, obviously because I was on my trip um, and he he came over to me he beckoned me from our dorm room he got me into the side uh, got me to the, one of the side bits where it was a bit more quiet and he called my dad that's uh, so lovely he, he called my dad and we just had a chat um uh, and I said I wanted to wish my mum a happy birthday because I wasn't there to be able to say it to her in her face. So honestly, it was it was it was it was quite emotional. I tell you that, but it was one of my favourite moments of all the things because it really does show that like you may think that teachers are horrible people, like they might get like the worst out of you, but they are still human inside, you know. NB, this was over four years ago, and. Yeah. 
I've not known about that. You you have not known about that. No, but you've not told me that. I um I uh, well, you probably didn't because it wasn't really like a big part. Yeah. Of like Cornwall because obviously like there was massive yeah. there were massive parts like going to different places and that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, um, I because I remember coming back to the dorm room and telling you guys like why because uh, you were all like uh, questioning me like why why have you gone outside mm-hmm. what uh, what what did he say something like that and I just told you guys. Honestly, you had the same reaction for what five four years ago. <laughs> um, like co- talking on that uh, like on that topic of like school trips, um, I, I went back to uh, Cornwall um, like during the summer holidays, and the amount of like nostalgic um, <laughs> memories I had because we went to the exact same seal sanctuary. We visited a bunch of oh, things. Oh, I bet that was and risky like, doing that. We, well, I feel well, like you might have been like overwhelmed with nostalgia and you just yeah. like wouldn't like it or something. But the problem is like trying to like I, overwrite memories. Yeah, but the problem is I, I I didn't want to like come back just for the nost- nostalgia, you know, like that sort of stuff. I didn't want to like be there like oh I remember that oh I remember that. Mm-hmm. I wanted like a f- new fresh image in my head, but keeping in mind the things that I did in the past. Yeah, I mean like. Because I, st- I have on my key um, oh, one, one, one of the seals that, one of my favourite seals called uh, Diego, um, which I saw uh, there, which I'm, I'm collecting up uh, pictures. <laughs> oh, I lost, I lost one of mine. Oh, no. It's probably in there with my straps. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Um, which is uh, one of the llamas that we went to on one of my uh, band tours. That one is lovely llama. Oh, I remember that. I saw that on photos on yeah. the uh, notice board. Yeah, you see that in the notice board. Um... Right, we're, we're, I feel like we're diverting a bit from... No, uh, I want to finish. One more <laughs> thing to do with risks on holidays yes. is... When we went on the French trip, obviously you weren't here, but for, I think it was about four hours, we were allowed into this town, obviously in groups, but at our own free will, unsupervised. Yes. We could do anything that we wanted. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. And so the risk here is the... I'm not going to go and do... I'm not going to say anything stupid and extreme like there's a risk of us being kidnapped or something because that's stupid. I mean, like, the, the, but, uh, like there's a risk of you being lost, which is probably the main Yes, one. there's a risk of us being lost, but then we have an emergency number for that. Yeah. And we can ask people, but I think the risk is in doing something like that is... I know, it's just the risk of going out and doing something and then you also having to speak a foreign language while doing it mm. because the risk then there is that there might be a communication error and you might get across something that you don't want to yes i remember going into a shop and one of my friends bought something mm-hmm. and thankfully there wasn't much problems and yeah there was a bit there was like a lack of communication but they got what they wanted to across and everything was fine mm-hmm. but if something goes a bit wrong, when you're alone and there's no one really near, it can be, I don't know, quite disconcerting, it's, the fact that yes. there isn't anyone near you. Like, this reminds me to the time of our band tour where we went to Yorkshire. And he said, well, we're in Yorkshire Centre right now. Um, this is your time, your free time. You've got two hours. Go do what you want. We're, we're going to be by the shop always, so you can come visit us at, that, uh, at certain points. Um, but make sure you come back here at this certain time. So, 
like us being what like teenagers we we we, we <laughs> literally just scattered around yorkshire oh yeah like, obviously we went to like on my uh, on like i call it the trip we went through because the uh, trip we had uh, four people in our group we had um one girl uh one girl and two boys uh, and okay, you so, and me so um, three boys. So yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Um, so we went into a few clothes shops for like because um, they wanted to, they wanted to uh, see what's in there, mm-hmm. obviously and that sort of stuff. Um, and like we went through Starbucks, got ourselves drinks, uh, went to um, like different places, uh, and we went up to like a, a museum almost like on the top of the hill. I, no, it wasn't a museum. It was a castle. Like an old castle, and it was just—it's just funny for me because like you could go anywhere, and like that you—you would much rather explore, like explore history, explore a castle, than go into shops, spending money, spending uh, like having fun, and honestly, I feel like that's—that's that's, I lo- I really like that in a way because what I tend to do quite a lot is on my free days. If I had the chance to, I would try and ask to go to a museum or something like that because yeah. I love learning about the past. Because mm. the past is the only way we can learn more about the future, if you get what I mean. Yes, I do understand that. But then I guess the thing is for me is that the risk here would be I would be asking to do something that, you know, wouldn't be my first preference. But the reward could be great and you could find something that you never knew you'd be into before yeah like you know i can't really give examples but you just don't know what's out there and due to that you never know what you could find so some risks really are worth taking but i guess with some of them you do just have to be careful yeah um we might call it there actually for today because I feel like we're, we're kind of running out of ideas. Here. We are running out of ideas, <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, With the amount of times we've diverged off track is... Yeah. Uh, uh, for our first ever episode, I say we've, um, we've spoken quite a bit. Yeah, I would say so. But... Um, so, uh, same again. We'll yeah. We've, we're missing next week because you can't always do every... It's every week. fortnight, isn't so it? We're so do, We're doing every other week. Yeah, so um, see you in the next one. Yeah.